Hey everybody, what's going on? It's Lee Kwai Lao here with the LFAM Streamers Podcast. And we have a special guest here today. For those of you that are in it, going into the music industry or looking to become an up-and-coming artist or are an artist, you can relate to this situation. I'm here with Reese Jowers, who is a Spotify artist. You can check out his music as well as on iTunes and SoundCloud, but Spotify is his main home. And he does write his stuff. He does produce his stuff with a great team. So what we're going to do today is, is talk a little about, about inspirational music and what it means to make uplifting music that touches people, audiences around the world. And we're going to do it right here today with a good friend by the name of Reese Jowers. And I'm playing right now one of his songs called Live Through Me. You could check it out on Spotify.com. And we want to give a shout out to Sneak Energy. One of my main sponsors out there, guys, if you need something that's healthy for you, no sugar, no artificial flavors or colors, but min has minerals and aminos, sneak energy all day long. Be sure to use code Lee Kwai Lao. It'll help you out. All right, guys. Reese, welcome. Man, thanks for having me. Glad to be here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm here. Uh, for those of you that are like, wait a minute, I don't hear the music that's playing. You're going to be able to catch the video on our YouTube, LeeKwaiLau.com, as well as the LFAM YouTube as well, LFAM Streamers Podcast YouTube. So you'll be able to hear the music on there. But we are actually in a studio setting, having a podcast right now. But you guys will be able to listen to this music. Again, Reese Showers on Spotify. This is Live Through Me. And I got to say, this sounds awesome. I, I love it. Um, it's got a really good vibe to it. And my biggest thing I want to ask you right out the bat, bro, is what got you into music? What was the start of the Reese Jowers coming out of the turtle shell and saying, you know what? I'm going to do this in front of people. Bro, honestly, it was a long process. Um, really, I would say Odd Future back when, back when I, Odd Future and Tyler, the creator, like back when I was in like ninth grade, really like started you know, I just started writing. Like, I've always been, like, a writer throughout my life. And I was just so inspired by, I don't know, just how he just held an audience. And, like, you know, it wasn't just music. It was also, like, funny videos and, like, behind-the-scenes stuff. And I was just, I was so captivated by it. And I've always been a lover of music. But then I found out that he made his own beats. And that was, like, a couple of years later that I found that out. And I was like you know, I loved his beats and I was like, well, why can't I do that? So, you know, somewhere in like probably like junior year of high school, I kind of started messing around with beats on FL studio. Like, um, my friend gave me a laptop. My friend Curtis gave me his laptop that had FL studio on it. Cause he wasn't using it. And I was supposed to pay him $20 for it and somehow never ended up paying him $20. <laughs> so I still owe him that. But, um, he he never asked for it. He's a great guy. But um so I just started messing around and you know, of course, it was really bad, but I was just into the sounds. I was just like, ah. It just did it just did something for me. And um eventually the laptop crashed. So then I got a pirated version. Six months later I got a pirated version. This is like twenty fifteen. Started making beats again on my parents' desktop. You know, of course, get all sorts of viruses, ruin the computer, computer crashes. <laughs> <laughs> so another another six months oh, goes by. Oh, that's what happens, guys. Yeah, yeah. 
yeah, for everybody watching, buy your software if possible. Wink, it, wink. It, it's worth it in the end. <laughs> wink, wink. You may have to re-upload it on something. and uh, If possible. Um, <laughs> so then, you know, the whole time I was kind of writing, um, making beats and kind of writing to them at the same time, and nothing was really good or anything, but um, I loved it. You know what I mean? It just charged me up more than anything else. And at that time, my plan was to... Uh, I was playing football the whole time and I was pretty good. And, um, you know, I had a couple division one schools talking to me. I had some offers from smaller schools as well. So I had a pretty good path paved in football, you know, go to f- play football, go to school, blah, blah, blah. And I was just not that charged up about it. And, um, so eventually, eventually I think I put out my first song towards the end of senior year. 2015 and um people i can't say it was huge but people loved the fact that i was doing something and obviously there was people who would literally come up and be like why would you even try to do that like you know it's not gonna you know you're not gonna go anywhere with it you know you're never gonna make any money the negativity always seems to follow no matter what you do and this is something i'm gonna point out right off the bat to everybody Nobody's going to like what you do or what you desire or dream of because it's not their dream. It's not their passion. So we talk about inspirational podcasts here at the LFAM Streamers Podcast. You guys can check it out on iTunes, Spotify, Pandora, Google, Amazon Music, 18 other platforms, whatever. But here's the thing. Reese, you just hit on a major, major point of view. And that's the fact that most people will kill your passions and your desires because it's not theirs. And that's where you have to realize. And and I think this is probably, I'll be honest with you. It's probably part of the surfing upbringing from your family and the, the, how the water captivates you and make you spiritual. If you surf, you're spiritual in some way. I can tell you right now. It's true. Because when you're out there, you're, you're talking a lot in your head to something else. But here's the thing. When you're surfing, something happens when you take off on that wave that you realize you are in control of your destiny. You're in control at that moment. And that transpires into life and what you do. And so you kind of don't fear the drops, right? You don't, feel the dro- you don't fear the drops in life. I mean, yeah, you don't know what's at the end of that wave. But you know what? I'm going to go for it. And uh, dude, first, right off the bat, hands down, good for you. For not listening to those people. Bad for those people who you know who you are. If you're going to listen to this podcast, you're going to hear me. It's all, it's all good. You could Google me. But here, check this out. Don't kill other people's passions and desires because you think that they're not good because it's your, your thought process. If anything, support them. Because by supporting them, you're creating something positive in the world that not only reflects in their world, but reflects in your world as well. Because if you go around always picking and choosing people on what they do and what they accomplish, you're a miserable person. You better start looking at yourself because the people you think like you really don't like you because they, they know how you are. So keep going. I just had to get that in there because I think that's so important, bro. Uh, yeah, good for you. For <laughs> I appreciate not that. Listening. Um, 
thinking back, like it's really crazy to think that people actually like had the nerve to come up and say that. I I find it hilarious because I remember like at the beginning in specific, like there was a lot of people who who really like did not care. Like they voiced their opinion of like, why would you like you should just stop now? Like it's never going anywhere. Like people literally said this, and that that's crazy to me. But um. You know, we just kept going, kept going, and I just never quit. And um, just always, like, each release and each song and each beat that I made was, like, a little bit better and a little bit better. And, like, I didn't come from a music background as far as, like, playing. Um, I always loved music and listened to music a lot. And uh, my mom always played, like, you know, 80s new wave and, like, reggae and, like, punk rock. Oh, yeah like everything my number one artist is uh my my favorite artist of all times jack johnson though which is which is funny because there's like a lot of parallels wise boy (laughs) a lot of parallels in my music but also not um but um man you know it's a funny story if you i don't know if you have a story about know about jack johnson and kelly slater and how jack started playing music he was doubted i'm just gonna tell you right now he was doubted by his friends so yeah, they call know. him an accidental rock star because he was just kind of doing it. <laughs> I mean, what else are you gonna do when you're sitting around waiting for waves or something? You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly, man. Yeah, I've watched like probably all his interviews. He needs to do more. He just released a song yeah. the other day. I was like, uh oh, we might have something on the horizon. But um, anyways, so I kept going and I got I had a full ride um to the University of Florida um, via, you know, scholarships I had gotten that I applied to and then also, like, student aid, uh, government aid or whatever. So I went to Florida and pretty much spent my time there. Like, you know, I went to school and everything, met a lot of friends, but I was pretty much just digging in the whole time. And for some reason back then, it didn't register in my head, like, watch tutorial videos. So, like, I didn't watch tutorial videos until, like, 2017 18 probably like a long time in hey some don't some just never realize but i mean i got there i got decent like i li- i listened back to my music from years ago and i'm like i was definitely it's definitely doing something so it's just been a process of becoming um more knowledgeable about you know music theory and just the actual playing aspect you know guitar and keys and uh actually becoming a good vocalist and singing in my range and all that all the technical stuff but um the emotions always been there so i don't know something about like once i really started doing it once i put out a couple songs i just knew i was like i'm never gonna stop doing this and um the farther along you get it seems like the less the the more the positive outweighs the negative you know as you grow your audience obviously there's going to be more and more negative people but by then like i don't know i you just you should be well armed to deal with that you know what i mean as long as you're looking forward and you know where you're going with your journey those people don't matter because you know nobody that's that's doing their thing and focused on their journey is going to hate on you um i i'm not sure who said the quote i agree i I can't remember who said this quote but um there's a quote and it was um it was like it was like you will never 
pretty much, I don't think this is the exact words, but it's like pretty much, you'll never be hated on by someone that's doing better than you. And there, I think it's overall, overall in life, you know, spiritually as well, better than you. Um, Because, you know, occasionally you'll see those people in the music industry who are like high up, but they're like not mature spiritually. And they'll like, you know, talk bad to other people sometimes publicly even, but karma is a real you ha- thing you have to do it bro you have to do it you know and and i i i tell people all the time i'm like you know i've talked to parents and and people know me from my comp play back in the day playing video games and to me being a professional streamer and podcaster and the thing is is it was a passion it was a passion it never went away i didn't i tell people i didn't start playing video games later on in life because i said hey i'm gonna be a streamer I played video games early on because it was a passion. I started when I was like four years old doing it. And then I got into competitions and, and the competitions led me to do more things. And it got me into computer science. And then I got degrees in computer science. It was a passion. And, you know, it, it, it's something that's important. And you remind me of my cousin Mars. And Mars, <clears throat> excuse me, Mars actually went to USC on a baseball scholarship, was Picked to be a professional baseball player at some point, but he loved music in high school. He found music in high school. High school, he started producing music. Now he works with all the big names in LA. You know what? That's what he did. He followed his path. You know what? Everybody told him when he started doing it that he lost his mind. He wouldn't mount to anything. He was crazy. He threw away his scholarship. He didn't throw away his scholarship. He got a degree in music engineering, but he also took it a step further and he put his love into a passion that revolved into something bigger. So, you know, like I tell you, I know it could happen and I'm glad that you're like, you know what, if someone's going to hate on me, they're going to hate on me because I didn't give up. They're going to hate on me because I didn't just say I give into your desires and your passions because you don't approve them. You know what? Bump all that. I'm going to do me. I'm going to do me because this is one life. You and I both know a little bit about each other. We have one life in this world. And if we can't live it and enjoy it, tomorrow isn't promise. A year from now isn't promise. But you know what? You create your own legacy and now own legacy lives on. And I think it's cool that you're producing music because music is frequency. Music is created through emotions. Guys, when people write songs and they're, they're doing things, they're putting their emotions and what they see in their reality into music. And it captivates an audience. So I say keep doing it. Keep hammering away. You got this new, you got like 10, like what is this, 10 songs now on Spotify, right? Something I mean, like that. That's crazy. <laughs> we got, guys, we were just listening to Live Through Me, which I think is a good song. There's no song that's a fan favorite. That's called Stella. Right. And Elmar, Elmar, is that, that's a new one, right? That's yeah. like a newer one. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so like, if you guys get a chance, listen to just those three. I mean, those, it, 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 they're catchy. And, you know, when you started working on your music in high school and you were at college, you know, you went to college and you decided, okay, this is what I'm going to do. And you started producing your music. I know there's a fear in creating your music. But once you heard it for the first time and you realize I got to upload it on, on, on a channel 
if it's SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify. I got to upload it. It's in front of people. It's on a platform that has billions of people. You know, how is that feeling? How did you feel in general? Even though you know it, it you know, it's not a it's it's not an MTV Awards atmosphere, but hey, you know what? I got to this point. It was just a thought, but I'm here now. I got to a point where I wanted to be. How'd that make you feel? Um, it made me feel great because I've I've always had this idea of just climbing the ladder, you know what I mean? You're just you're just climbing the ladder to wherever you want to be, and then even when you get where you want to be, it, it keeps going up if you want to keep going up. But um and so I don't know, there's just something crazy about seeing it on there, you know what I mean? I always made all my own cover arts. So just, you know, making the cover art and seeing the cover art with the song next to it and you could play it at the same time. And there was always just something about that. And I want to backtrack real quick to what you said about music being frequency. Actually, like um, shortly before, I've always been like very like spiritually inclined without knowing it. And um, I mean, I guess everybody's spiritually inclined, but, you know, in touch with myself and my body and whatnot. And um so shortly before I really got into like actually like making music, cause just writing raps is one thing, you know, you're just writing over other beats, but like making beats is that's when you start to understand frequency, start to yep. mess with like the engineering side of it. And a, shortly before that time, I had really gotten into personal spirituality, you know, meditation, um, not quite breath work yet, but really understanding frequency and like trying to activate the pineal gland and all that good stuff, astral traveling and lucid dreaming, all that stuff. So I really started to understand like what, like the power of frequency. And so I developed this concept of if I can build a massive audience, I can create music that is a frequency of you know, X, Y, and Z frequency. But like the main thing I wanted it to be was healing in some sort of way, healing something in the underlying, you know, the in, with the intention and the frequency. So since the relative beginning, that's been my goal is to build, build an audience, do shows and have it almost be like church in a way, but like, but like lit church. Right. Like, yeah, no, it's, it, dude, it, I totally get it. Totally get it because, you know, in our science community, me being a computer scientist and stuff, um, Nikolai Tesla was my all-time favorite. Obviously, he's back there on my wall, right? How many people – I mean, he's right here in front of me, guys. How many people have a Nikolai Tesla card, right? <laughs> he's right here in front of me. Like, literally, like, I, you know, he's, he, I love him. And, yes, he was autistic just like me, so I, I like him even better. So – you know, he, he had habits and he never got married or anything like that. But one of his key things in life was the secret to the universe is frequency. He stated it. This is the greatest mind that ever lived. Nobody's ever surpassed the things Tesla did. And people would always wonder, why does he always have these pictures of him thinking and sitting around electricity and things like that? Well, he found out early on that sitting inside of his rooms with his Tesla coils, his isolator generators that use no fossil fuels and powered electricity and stuff like that. Those were used in U-boats, by the way. Um, that's how the U-boats got unlimited range wow. to Antarctica and stuff. Isolator generators. He tried to sell it to the American companies and they said no. So guess what? A marine company in Germany bought them. 
and they ended up on the U-boats because remember when they were using diesel engines and stuff, they were get dying because of breathing that, that stuff in. Well, you know, people, it's amazing how like science in general kind of goes around, goes around, right? goes around and going back to frequency is the same thing. If you create music, if you create a good song, a good beat, it's uplifting. People don't forget it. I know there are certain songs that I listen to till this day. Classic rock, classic 80s, classic hip-hop, classical, that when I listen to it, the endorphins in my brain get amped. They feel good. I feel better about myself. And I think the world needs good music, bro. I think the world needs good music because we got away from that for a little bit. If you notice, the rap got really negative. Oh, yeah. The rap beats got really horrible where they... They, there was no consistency in the beat. It was just kind of gibberish. And it got to the point where I didn't turn on the radio because I was like, dude, it's horrible. I'll just play the music I have, play my, my phone, my iPod, whatever it may be. I'm not turning on the radio because it's crap. That's what I thought. And then what's cool is to see artists like yourself learning more about music, putting a spirituality into it, and then bringing it to people. And I think people are going to respect that. I think people are going to be more touched by it in the long run. And I think you as an artist are only going to develop into a better artist over time because you have that mindset. Yeah, bro. I, I fully agree. I really appreciate that, man. That was awesome. Um, but yeah, um, it makes me think of um, Carlos Santana was talking about, um, and people always, you know, Obviously, he's an absolute legend, but then he had people that would call him like they'd call him Cosmic Carlos and like make fun of him because he would always talk about spirituality. But he was talking about how um, he was like the moment that the people hear a song, their molecular structure is rearranged. And I always really was inspired by that quote because I was like, you have the power to control people's state or affect it at the very least. And Dude, luckily we're coming out the other end of that really rough era. It was like 2015 to like 2019, <laughs> bro. It was so bad. And I was in a yeah. bad place too. Um, I was always trying to like, like make like my version, like the non-super negative version of that stuff. And it just never really worked. And of course, once I started being true to myself, I changed my name from my old artist name to like, my name and just started who you are yeah taking it a, taking a different approach and people still tell me like oh go back to like your old name and blah 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 i'm like i don't want to go back to that was one that wasn't me that was me trying to be what i thought that people wanted me to be and it's like now i don't do a ton of promotion so i don't have a massive audience but the um, the people that are affected like are good like i have great fans like i actually have an audience now and it's crazy and even people in other countries you know the uk canada new zealand australia philippines germany austria you know just to name a few japan like just random places in the brazil brazil is just known to have like the best fans <laughs> i mean not right I, it's all it's all subjective you know it's all opinion but they're they're just so funny because they don't know you and they just they support so hard but um 
there's this, there's one guy in in uh, the Philippines, and he uh, he has like a wall of all his favorite songs and like the the cover arts and like the albums. And he sent me a picture, and he printed off the cover art to Stella and put it on the wall. And I was oh, like, that awesome. is crazy. I have never met you. And it's you know, just... Speaking of Stella, for those of you guys that haven't heard it, we're actually recording this in lifetime with audio as well um, and video. So you guys be able to check this out at com, the YouTube Lee Kuala or LFAM Streamers podcast on YouTube. But I'm actually going to play a little bit of it. Uh, as we're talking, because the people that are actually watching a live, watching a recording version of this will be able to hear it. If you guys want to hear it, Stella, all you got to do is go to Reese Jowers on Spotify. And you R-E-E-C-E. People always spell it with an S. R-E-E-C-E. Jowers like powers, but with a J. You heard it here, guys. Spell it right. (laughs) (laughs) You spell it right. So this is Stella. Stella's got a really uplifting beat. When I first heard it, what I like, what I did like about it, it it was fun. It was fun, you know, like kind of right off the bat. And I I like that because people that know NSB or that they know a beach town or atmosphere like that, that's kind of how we are, you know, how we grow up. We have fun. Um, we just enjoying life. So I, when I heard the song, I was like, dude, this is perfect. This is actually a really good song. And it's grown by popularity. I think more people need to check it out, listen to it, share it. Tell people to check it out, guys. This is it right here. Stella, you're hearing it here first on my channel. The Pilot channel. You're hearing it first. Oh, whoa, let's go. So uh, there, there's a little bit of it. Reese, when you wrote the Stella, I got to ask you. What was your inspiration on that? Was it just kind of by by fluke, or did something trigger the dot for it? That's I, I gotta know. <laughs> the world wants to know where did it come from. Was it Stella Artois? <laughs> um, yes, it was actually two Stellas. This is gonna be embarrassing when, uh, in hindsight, like a year down the road, when people like. <laughs> when people uh, see this i mean people are gonna see it now but i'm gonna say like when the the internet really gets a hold of this all right so there's two so i i stopped drinking a long time ago but um at the time i i had two stellas that night like before recording that so like i had mentioned drinking in the song which i usually don't do but um so that was one of the influences but it was also i was just kind of told you it was a party thing (laughs) (laughs) it was but um, um, somebody told me this is perfect driving on the beach music. I was like, dude, going to the inlet, I feel it. But um, there you so go. at the time, I was just kind of creating this world in my head of like this like perfect like beach town romance, pretty much. And at the time, there was a I can't say she was a new artist, but she was you know blowing up hard at the time. She had just got signed to Columbia, but her name is Lennon Stella, and I was like she's beautiful and so like drinking the stellas that night mixed with the idea of lennon stella kind of like <laughs> i don't know just she was a celebrity I got, crush i gotta at write the time. this down because i'm 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 at the tag lennon stella <laughs> oh man <laughs> i think she I, I think she would be honored knowing that there's a song that was written about her <laughs> 
<laughs> You're turning red, bro. You're turning red. <laughs> That's awesome story. So you guys heard it. Look, it was not only was it a fun night that a song came together, hanging out with some buddies, but there was some meaning there behind it. Again, you know, it was a, there was a story to be told. Uh, I think it's catchy. I think it's uplifting and fun. Um, I think you did a good job with that one. I appreciate uh, it. You know, talking about Elmar, what was the concept behind Elmar and how did that come to be? Because that's becoming a favorite as well. So much like Stella, because Stella is really at the core, it's, it's really just like an ode to New Smyrna. Um, when you really break it down, like I really wanted to, I felt an energy about Stella. I was like, this has the potential to like, you know, have a lot of people liking it one day. So I want to make it like specifically like a shout out to new Smyrna. So I made sure to shout that out. But Elmar is actually, um, a love song to the sea is really what it is. When you break it down, it sounds like you're talking about a girl in the song, but it's actually about the sea. Hence the name. Um, and that one just started in my room, just sitting right where I am, right here, just strumming a couple chords on the guitar. And it just, it came, all the best ones just come like, really like a bolt of lightning. Like Stella, like I just recorded it all the way through, like kind of just kept freestyling, kept freestyling, and then like recorded it all the way through, like probably like 60 times, honestly. <laughs> It's like mostly a one take with like a couple background vocals. But um but yeah, Elmar, it's a love song to the sea and um that was one of the more recent ones. So I really just wanted to focus on um being more mature in the songwriting as far as just like taking it to another level, not you know, just having everything weave together instead of it being kind of like a bunch of like random streams of consciousness that are kind of loosely connected, which is really what the majority of the music from a uh, 2015 to 19 was um, at least like, you know, the stuff we're talking about, you know, there's no like actual storyline or like main idea. It's just like words over beat. And that's fine because a lot of people made a lot of money off that and had better lives. But so yeah, Elmar, I really just wanted to uh, to build something, and I had the music video in mind the whole time. So, probably need a bit of a budget for that for to execute what I have in mind. But, um, but yeah, so out on the blue. that's awesome. You know, it's uh for people that know don't know, and they're you you just tune in the podcast or you follow my podcast. We're here with Reese Jowers, and the ocean plays a big part of his life and his family's life. I mean, it, it literally is part of their world. And uh, it is for a lot of people that grow up in the water surfing and things like that. So some people just like to visit the ocean. Other people like to play in it. But either way, it captivates you in some way. And uh, it's reflected in Reese Jower's music that you can check out on Spotify. And if you're watching this recording you're hearing a little bit of Elmar kind of playing in the background right there. It's a cool song. It's really chill. It, what I like about it, and I said it to you earlier, it reminds me of that era 
when alternative rock in the early 90s, that awesome vibe. It was a good vibe, man. 90s had great music. Um, I mean, guys, we're talking Pearl Jam, Nirvana, Stone Temple Pilots. I mean, guys, there were some great artists. Alkaline Trio. I mean, there's all these artists that are like out there, you know, like that did amazing things. And um, this has such a good beat. It's chill. It's it's something that I caught myself just kind of like relaxing and listening to, and I liked it. Um, I was chilling in my studio, had the sound bar going, just kind of, <laughs> you know, like, hey, I, I'm digging it. Um, so I, I want to tell you, you did a good job on this one. You really did. And appreciate uh, that. You know, it's it's cool that you're keeping the Reese Jowers that you know best, the real you, in your music. Um, a lot of artists are forced to change who they are and what they do as artists to become something else. We all know it. I know it personally, you know, being friends with Nick, you know, Nick, Nick Carter had to become Nick Carter, but he was Nicholas. And, um, to me, but the thing is to the world, he was Nick Carter and you end up becoming this image of something else that sometimes is frustrating because you can't be you. You can't create the music. That's you. You're creating a, an image or being part of that image. So it's cool that you're staying true to yourself, man. Keep it up. You know, that's all I got to say is you're, you're, you're doing great things and you just started, bro. You just started. So for all you haters out there, you can hate all you want. He's got 10 tracks on Spotify. <laughs> if, if they're if they're this deep into the podcast they probably they're probably open to liking it a little bit i hope oh dude i'll tell you i i'm telling you that it's a great story this is what we're about it's inspirational and and your story is inspirational bro um you're it, i think it's important people realize you can't be fearful of what other people think of you you'll never get anywhere in life and even yes mom and dad we love you Brothers and sisters, we love you. Aunts and uncles, we love you. But sometimes we just have to, we have to fly on our own. We have to experience things on our own. It's not that we're disrespecting you. It's not that we're not grateful for the things you do. But for some of us, we just know we have one life to live. And we got to try. We got to at least try. It's better to say that I did do this at one point or I did do that. You know? It's, it's worse to say I should have, could have, would have, but I didn't because I mean, those are all ifs. If you live your life off of ifs, you're going to have nothing but regrets, but you know what? It's okay to trip and fall because you can always get back up and I rather get back up and have the scars to show that, you know what? I experienced this, this time, this one here, I experienced this. This one here, I experienced this. And, it, you know, and when you're all said and done and life goes by and you pass away, people are like, man, that dude, Reese Jowers, man, he just, man, I wish I could have been like that and just, just did it. I was always scared to do things. I was always scared of what people thought of me. We can't be that way today. We just can't. So, man, round of applause, brother. Round of applause. Keep keep doing what you're doing, bro. Golf clap. <laughs> you know, what, I appreciate what, that. Going into the future, Reese. What is what are we looking into in the future? What's your next upcoming projects and things like that? Obviously, I'm I'm jumping the gun here a little bit, but 
we're going to be doing some more future interviews here because I'm sure you're going to be getting a lot more people listening to your music. Because I have a lot of people that follow my podcast. So, and they're around the world. So get ready for it. Um, but what is a future projects hold for Reese showers? Um, you know, just getting closer and closer to the me that I was when I was a child. You know what I mean? I feel like I like to believe that that's like your ultimate version, like before you're conditioned into, you know, thinking you're supposed to be a certain way and you start wearing all these masks and you have all these hangups and, you know, insecurities and whatnot. So I think that's, that's been the whole process is just like digging deeper and deeper and like getting closer to that. So just making music that further reflects that and also putting my stories of just like the things that have happened in my life, like just putting more and more into the music. Um, right now I'm working on a project called Riviera Paradise, which it'll probably be a while, but the whole concept is kind of like, it's kind of like, it's more like jazzy, like neo soul inspired right now. A lot of guitar, but, um, you know, we'll see that might, that might come out way down the road, but it'll be probably some singles for now. Um, got a couple dancey type ones and, and the vault, um, my homie Gianni and I shout out Guido Poppy on Instagram and Spotify. Um, amazing artist. Him and I are working on a joint project right now. The production is absolutely next level. It's kind of like dance hall influenced, but really right? just futuristic type vibes. Like um, really influenced by the 1975. If anybody knows that band, it's my favorite band. Oh, yeah. Um, my top three are Jack Johnson, the 1975 and Frank Ocean in no particular order. Um just for the record, um, just to just to put it out there, but um, love you all three. Anytime you want to give tickets to Reese Jowers, just please just send a message on Instagram. He'll be there at the concert. <laughs> Dude, that's awesome. Oh. <laughs> I'll take a film picture of this real quick. Turn, right, put it out there. Turn my see if I can turn my uh, flash off. Yeah, man, it's been it's been super fun, super inspiring. We appreciate you. <laughs> we appreciate you. It's it's been it's been awesome, and uh, I'm looking forward to your next projects here. And uh, if they want to see more of your stuff or upcoming stuff, guys, you can follow Reese Jowers on Instagram. It's Reese Jowers on Instagram, isn't it? Or yeah, you tell no me. spaces or anything. Just R E E C E J O W E R S. <laughs> Make sure you guys check them out. Again, thank you so much for coming on the podcast, going over everything with us. We're going to leave this segment with a little bit of Live Through Me, which I think is catchy. I think this is going to be a club song. I really do. I see this being in the clubs, guys. I see around spring break coming up. Uh, it's catchy. It's It's got a really good beat. You did good on this beat. I'm telling you, it's, it's, it's fun. It's uplifting. It's gonna make a you comeback. Know? I'm definitely like yeah, it is. I, I, it's got. I'm gonna push that song hard like in the that. future. Yeah, a trap queen by Fetty Wap blew up three years later. <laughs> oh my! Even in even in my world, in a video game world, you know, people are playing. Um, oh God, what are they playing right now? They're playing. Um, 
the phasmophobia to ah uh, that was that one game I can't even think of it. But like these are games that came out like years ago, and people are just now getting popular. It's same thing with music. It just has to. It's a trend, and you fall in trend. The key is to keep making projects, keep that pipeline going. Don't give up. It will happen. Even as me as a professional streamer and podcaster, I like creating new things and new ambiences because change is good. You know, I like to jump on my piano and guitar back there and kind of rip a few and do my thing. Drum sets in the other room. But, you know, here's the thing. Music is universal, bro. So keep reaching for the stars. Don't give up. And... Dude, I see I see you having a bright future in music and with understanding the engineering aspect of it, that makes you even better because not only are you the artist playing the music, you're the songwriter and you're the producer. Guys, this is a lot of work. It's a lot of work. So Facts. if you wonder why he's not always there partying or doing something, it's probably because he's writing a song or freaking producing one. It's It's a lot of work. <laughs> so... Uh, much love, bro. I appreciate you coming on the show. Tell everybody I said hi. And um, man, I look forward to you in the future, bro. Bro, Reese Showers, Spotify. Check them out later on on the podcast, LFAM Streamers Podcast. You catch it on any platform. And uh, we thank you for coming in today. Thank you, bro. Much I'd love, love to do this again sometime. Absolutely. We'll do it. All right.